are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Brewers, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I'm your host, Jake Mastriani, and you can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. And joining me is my co-host, Benny Rotino. You can follow him on Twitter at Benny Rotino. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers and subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're going to be recapping Wednesday's game, another another one-run game, another tough luck loss here. Uh, and then we'll preview the finale on Thursday afternoon. Before we do that, let me remind you this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app now and join me next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central to watch the end of the Brewers-Cardinals game, Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And before we get into the recap, I always like to do a little bit of a news update. Uh, got some injury news uh, before the game on Wednesday. Daniel uh, Robertson, who's been out for a concussion, did some tests on the field on Wednesday, and it's possible that he could be back soon. That would be great for the to add some more depth to the bench with all the guys that, that the Brewers have out. Um, no update on, on Corbin Burns, which is quite frustrating. Um, again, the, the COVID stuff this year, I just I can't figure it out. Um, we really won't know anything until this weekend, so I would expect him to be back early next week at the, at the earliest. Um, certainly hope that's the case. Uh, and then Brett Anderson making progress, but he won't be ready to make his uh, start on Friday. So it'll likely be early next week for him as well to return. So hopefully getting those two guys back next week, that'll be big for the starting rotation. Not that the starting rotation has necessarily been bad, but be be good to have those two guys back, especially Burns uh, with the way that he was rolling uh, before all of this. Um, now jumping into Wednesday's game again, it's, it's like deja vu. I mean, it's the same thing in all three games of this series, the Brewers, uh, falling behind early and then trying to chip away and fight back and coming up just short, uh, this time in a five, four loss, uh, really, really rough start for Freddie Peralta, um, gave up a double, a walk, a single, a walk and a grand slam to Didi Gregorius to the first five hitters of the game, making it a five nothing deficit before he even recorded an out. Um, now, after that, Peralta was really good. He settled down, uh, obviously got out of that inning, ended up going four innings, giving up uh, five runs on four hits and three walks with eight strikeouts. So uh, still dominating stuff, just kind of a, a rough uh, first inning there for Freddie. Wasn't able to escape, gave up that big grand slam to put the Brewers behind again in this series and then having to try to work their way back. Um, they got bases loaded with two outs in the third, and Avisel Garcia, who had a huge game, came up with an RBI hit, uh, but Bogey was thrown out at the plate trying to score uh, on that play. Uh, came up limping a little bit, but stayed in the game. Haven't really heard an update on him afterwards, but certainly hope that he is okay. Um, and then uh, they took – Council took Freddie – uh, out of the game in the top of the fifth inning, which is understandable. Uh, down 5-1 at that point. Bullpen is, is fresh and rested. Needed to try to go for some offense, and it worked out. Tyrone Taylor came in with a pinch hit. Homer made it 5-2. to two. Uh, Later in the inning, Lorenzo Kane walked, followed by a bogey single. And then Shaw lined out, a little bit unfortunate. 
And then Avi came up again with the big two out, two RBI hit, which made it five to four, put the Brewers within a run in the fifth inning. So plenty of time here to come back and try to get this win. Uh, but they got double play. They hit in the double plays in the sixth and seventh inning that really killed those potential rallies. And then Vinny, a pet peeve of mine that I've already hit on a couple of times in this series, a leadoff double from Avisel Garcia to start the eighth and nothing comes of it. They're not able to manufacture that run and tie it up. So that is a bit unfortunate. Um, bullpen was great. And this one, again, you got two perfect innings from Drew Rasmussen. Again, he continues to look better and better. And then you got single perfect innings from Brent Suter and Brad Boxberger. The bullpen has been really good in this series for the Brewers, uh, keeping, keeping them close, keeping them in these games, giving them, them a chance to come back. Uh, they out hit the Phillies eight to four and had six walks, uh, but they were two for uh, seven with runners in scoring position. Sorry, two for nine. Uh, with runners in scoring position with nine left on base. So, um, Vinny, of the three games, this one this one was the most frustrating to me, and it's now the fourth game in a row that the Brewers have lost. But, you know, this is a game that on paper, I mean, the Phillies only had four hits. Um, you know, they struck out 13 times. They did, they did walk three times. Um, th this seemed like a game, if you just look at the box score, it seems like a game the Brewers should have won rather easily. But – uh, once again, they come away with a one-run loss. Been a tough stretch for the club, obviously. I agree with you. This one was a little bit frustrating, especially coming off of three losses already. Just couldn't scrape together um, another run. Vogelbach was uh, thrown out at home plate because of the, the lovely uh, um, um, replay rule that and, and, you know, clearly safe. And then, but his cleat, hovered over home plate and, and was tagged out. We kind of knew that that was going to be a big play in the game and kind of be a, a deciding factor in the game. And it ended up being so, but, you know, like you said, though, they still got to manufacture that run in the eighth. Weren't able to do it. Very frustrating game all around. Um, and just kind of like, it's a little bit of a, you know, it's four game, four game losing streak, little feel a little bit snake bitten um, after three, one run one run losses, but that's, that's part of the game, obviously. And, and we talked about this, like it's hard to win in Philly for some reason, it just feels like it's a, just a hard kind of hostile place to go into, even though it's probably, you know, not very high capacity uh, fan wise. I think I heard, a, I think I heard a guy on the, on the broadcast uh, insulting one of the players moms or something. I don't know. They're pretty hostile there in Philly. So um yeah, frustrating as can be. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a tough one. I mean, I, I get it. You give up those five runs in the first, and it seems like a, a dud of a game on the way, but the pitching was excellent after that. Didn't give up anything else, and offense kept chipping away. Had plenty of chances once again, um, but just couldn't couldn't complete the comeback, get it done, weren't able to at least tie it up uh, and send it into extras. Um, we'll get into some more of the big uh, specifics from this game and some of our bigger takeaways. Before we do that, let me remind you again that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the Milwaukee Brewers or whatever your favorite team might be. 
You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Brewers podcast through our Locker Room Conversations. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group of your choice for the latest league updates. And make sure you follow me at shortstopball to be notified when my room goes live. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. There are so many different makes and models of automobiles these days. It's impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need in your traditional chain stores. So I worry with the hassle of answering a bunch of questions about your car at a chain store and just hoping that they have the parts you need when you have the inventory of rockauto.com right there in your pocket. You can pull them up on your cell phone, find any make and model of any kind of auto part your car will ever need. And there are so many different reasons to maintain your automobile these days, but the biggest one is obviously to save money. So why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even uh, sometimes 100% more for the exact same auto part at a chain store or a new car dealership? Just head on over to rockauto.com right there on your phone, search for the parts you need, buy them, have them shipped to you, and just sit back and wait for them to arrive. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle and do us a favorite right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So, Vinny, getting into some of the takeaways from this game, you know, I don't really know what you can do about it, but the Brewers just keep falling behind, giving up these early runs before the pitchers really settle in. I mean, giving up five in the first is obviously really devastating. I mean, the team, to their credit, doesn't let it get to them. They still end up battling back and, and you know, not giving up, but they got to find a way to limit this damage early and quit falling behind giving up so many runs in the first three innings. Yeah. I, I mean, just exactly what we talked about, how uh, the Brewers have had issues coming up with that big hit um, early to come out, uh, especially when they had the opposing starter on the ropes. And uh, it seems as if the opposing team has been doing the quite the opposite lately against the Brewers. Obviously, the Dodgers did that in the last game of the series, scoring eight in the first two innings. Uh, and then the Phillies have come out and, and done this. Uh, they scored five tonight in the first inning. So uh, it puts it, it puts the team behind the eight ball, puts the team kind of um, playing from behind, obviously, for the whole for the whole game and put some pressure on the team to have to scrape ah, scrape across some runs and just it's hard to it's hard to play from behind like that I mean there's a ton of pressure on the starting pitcher Freddie Peralta is kind of wired that way anyway he's fine typically pitching in those kind of more stressful situations or you know kind of back against the wall type of situation so he's he was fine clearly tonight and went and was fine going forward but the offense certainly starts to press at that point um I think the game would have been different if Vogelbach would have scored and they would have called him safe at home uh but obviously you can't look at the game like that uh he obviously was out so 
difficult to come back um, in, in situations like this, for sure. I mean, uh, and they got to figure out a way to, you know, kind of break one open. Uh, hopefully that's hopefully that's the case tomorrow with, with Woodruff on the mound. Yeah, and good luck with Wheeler on the other side. Um, yeah. But uh, just to put it in more perspective, the Brewers have given up – 15 runs in this series, they've all come within the first three innings of the game. They haven't given up anything in the fourth inning or later in this series. So, you know, that just, again, puts it more in perspective. The Brewers keep putting themselves in a hole in this series and just aren't able to dig their way out again. I don't know really what the what the cause for that is. I don't know what you do to fix it other than starting pitchers just need to come in ready to go. Um, right out of the gate and be completely locked in early. So, um, again, the back end of this game, the bullpen have been really great in this series, but they've given up 15 runs in the first three innings. Um, and that's really, really what's plagued them in this one. Um, Avicel Garcia, Vinny, he uh, started, out, started out the year really hot, um, then kind of cooled off, but now is kind of uh, back at a high point. It was four for four in this game with three RBI. Uh, he's been, you know, overall in season, he's been really good. Um, I think he's hitting 260 uh, on, the, on the year. So uh, he's been really good for the Brewers this year. Uh, 260, 336 on base percentage, 716 OPS, not great. Three home runs, 16 RBI, 14 runs scored. But uh, overall, he's been really solid for the Brewers this year, especially coming off a down year last season. Uh, but really picked things up here of late. He's been uh, really good filling uh, filling in with all the injuries the Brewers have, kind of picking up the slack in the middle of the order there. Uh, what's your take on Avi so far in the middle in the beginning of this year for the Brewers? He went. He was. He started off hot. He started off uh, with a very balanced on time approach. It almost looked like he, he was he was hurt, like hurt for after that first two weeks. He went like three for. 40 or something or something crazy where he, he was really struggling. He had a breakout game <clears throat> last couple of games. I think he had two hits last night and then four tonight. So it's a little mis, uh, a little deceiving in terms of his stat line where he kind of he kind of was absent for a couple of weeks in the middle there. Um, but hopefully it's an indication, a couple, I think six hits in the last two nights. Um, indication that he's, he's kind of back and it, you know, it happens. That's that kind of thing happens to players. Um, I liked him. Re- I liked how he was swinging the bat early. I mean, he was really staying in the middle of the field, but he was main thing for him is being on time. He, can, he has a tendency to be late and, and just get really um, late with his, <clears throat> it must be when he starts, but you know, when you watch him on TV, it's like he's late with um, his contact point. It's really deep but I'm guessing it's when he starts his move. He can get to me what it looks like at times he can get real mechanical, but um, he certainly has a talent. I mean, you can see like, like tonight he really kind of carried the offense. And he has a, he has the talent level to do that. I think he's, he, there's a fine line between with a player like him between mechanics and timing. And for me, it's just like, dude, you're really good. Just find some good timing and feel your way through it and, and you'll barrel up some balls and, and hit them all over the field. So um, I think the more consistent he can get, he can get with that and with his approach, obviously tonight with the four hits uh, easier said than done, but he he'll, he can, he has a ton of talent in, I mean, 
dude hit 350 in 2017. I, I didn't know that. So like, I just looked at a stat line the other day, it's like 330 or 350 or something with the White Sox, his last year with the White Sox. And then he had a really good year, obviously, in 2019 with the Rays. So talents there. Uh, contract year, hopefully he, mm-hmm. <laughs> he really performs like it. So, yeah, no, it's been a, you know, a bit of a struggle with him in Milwaukee, obviously last year, first season, uh, short season. So really small sample size, but again, like you talked about, you know what he's capable of. He can, he can carry an offense at times and he's so far in May, he's 10 for 18. Uh, that's a uh, pretty good, but the one, I, I guess, downside of that is he only has one extra base hit in those 10, uh, hits and you can't always control exactly where the ball is going to go, but would like to see him get a couple more extra base hits put in there, providing some uh, thump in the lineup, which Brewers obviously are struggling with a little bit with Yelich out. Uh, but good stuff from Avi, certainly great signs for him. Hopefully, continues to stay hot in the middle of that order. And then I we don't really have to get into this, but I'm, I'm just going to get on my, my soapbox again that leadoff double in the eighth. Again, you're down by one. You got a lefty up and Billy McKinney. Vinny, you got to at least pull a ball on the right side. I mean, the, the, the fundamentals for this team right now are, are frustrating me to death. How, you know, do you not, as Billy McKinney, I mean, he's got two strikes on him and he's swinging for the fences on a fastball up. I mean, this to me, just as a fan watching the game, and I know easier said than done, Alvarado's up there throwing 100 miles per hour at your eyes. Um, but you got to – you got to get that runner over. They're just not doing a great job of doing the little things in this game, the, the fundamentals. Uh, and that's really, really frustrating me right, right now. Yeah. I wonder if, I don't know if they're, if they're told not to try and move the runner over. I saw Miguel Rojas do it with the Florida Marlins or with the Miami Marlins a couple of weeks ago where he really gave himself up with the, the first inning. I'm just not sure if that's, taught or or even or even uh, advocated for doing doing that anymore i, I don't know um yeah uh this is a different game if, if you give yourself up or you really try and roll over something um i i think that's i i think though that they are trying to move the runner over especially left-handed hitter. you can drive the ball to the pull side for sure and still right. move the runner um, so, but I agree. Yeah. I mean, got to get the runner over. There's, there comes a point where it's like, okay, you, you didn't execute. Um, you can say, you know, minor league managers that I played for, you know, they knew that you were trying to move the runners over, but at, the, at some point it's like, got to hold the guy accountable. Um, and, and just say, say what it, what it is. Just kind of like what you're doing right now, Jake, you're just kind of calling them out and didn't get the job done. Period. Got to be better at it period and move on try and try and do it the next time um so i think that's just that's just the bottom line with the brewers right now they just have to be better at executing on the on the offensive side of ball offensive side of the baseball so yeah it's just it's always been kind of one of my pet peeves when you get a leadoff double and i know the game's changed today but uh, that's the third time in the series now they've gotten a leadoff double and haven't been able to bring them around i feel like this that's that's got to be a higher percentage rate there of that runner coming around to score than what we're seeing. And perhaps it's just a small sample size um, that I'm harping on in close losses. Uh, Surely, you know, it obviously sticks out more in those close losses when you aren't able to bring those runners around, but something to keep an eye on going forward, see if it's something that they can improve on, especially when, like I said, you don't have a lot of thump in this lineup. You got to rely 
on some small ball every now and then and manufacture some runs. And I just don't feel like they're doing a great job of that at the moment. Um, but next, we'll, we'll get into the series finale, which is going to be a great one. Before we do that, let me tell you about betonline.ag. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And even with the NFL season over, you got the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball seasons all in full swing. But betonline.ag does more than that. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to betonline.ag on your phone or internet browser today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The Locked On Podcast Network is now partnering with Sports Trade, a new way for fans to cash in on their sports knowledge. Sports Trade is where fantasy sports meets the stock market. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Making money with Sports Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors their statistical performance and the supply and demand of that player's stock. Instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you'd like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. So, Vinny, obviously a very rough three games to start this series and a really rough four-game stretch for the Brewers. They got blown out by the Dodgers on Sunday and then losing a couple of close ones. I don't know how I'd rather lose. It it almost feels like the blowouts are easier to take than these one-run losses because you do fixate on that one play here or there. Could have changed the outcome. But either way, been a rough stretch for the Brewers. But this series finale on Thursday afternoon, um, hopefully you get a window, you get off work and watch this one because it should be a great pitching matchup between Brandon Woodruff and Zach Wheeler. This is the one we talked about before this series. Uh, just really excited for uh, one that you circle when you see a pitching matchup like this. Obviously, the Brewers need Woodruff to give them a really good start, get out of those first three innings without giving up anything, and then see where it goes from there. Uh, but, Vinny, this should be an, an exciting one. Yeah, looking forward to this one as well. Um, I think the Brewers are obviously due for a win losing four in a row. I, I kind of mentioned this a number of times, uh, both in the podcast and on the pre and post game show, um, that you're going to have a hard time sustaining a losing streak with their starting pitching. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I may be eating my words, obviously four game, four game losing streak here, but they'll be hungry for a win tomorrow. They got the right man on the mound to kind of end the losing streak. It will be nice if uh, there's some, assured uh assuredness or some uh, some confidence in in the fact that if burns was following woodruff up but obviously we uh are still in the dark on that but um uh yeah i, I think that uh wheeler is is certainly a uh, tough tough arm a tough matchup for this team especially a team that does lead the national league in strikeouts which is a concern um so uh, gonna have to scrape a few across and uh, and then hand the ball to, to Woody every uh, and have him go as deep as he can and then um, hopefully can can get a win here. 
Yeah, for sure. This is definitely one of those starts where you're looking for Woodruff to, to give you seven solid innings, one or two runs uh, at the most. And, and hopefully the Brewers, like you said, can scratch across some runs, maybe get that big hit they, they've been looking for all series. They haven't led in this entire series, which is kind of crazy. Think about with how close these games have been. But again, the Brewers just keep falling behind and then trying to make that comeback. Hopefully they can get out in front of this one and then just let the pitching take over. That will do it for this episode of Locked On Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Brewers. Make sure you follow me at Shortstop Ball and Benny at Benny Rotino. And please make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.